Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. Julie and I have a really cool show for you guys today. And I actually wrote this show, all the points, and then Julie, of course, made the points better. That's how she and I have worked together for the past 30 years, by the way. Like the book, Harris Rules, which continues to be a bestseller. She and I worked on the outline for each chapter, but when you're reading those words, trust me when I tell you, uh, the reason it's uh, completely understandable and cohesive is because Julie wrote it, not me. Well, Julie and her five editors, but that is and my, Yeah, I was going to say um, 47 editors, but yes, it just felt that way. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, quick commercial for the book. Good. If you haven't purchased Harris Rules yet, hop over to Amazon and, and get it, or you can get it at Barnes & Noble. Really, it's for sale everywhere books are sold, but the quickest and easiest way, obviously, is on Amazon. Sorry, Barnes & Noble, it's just a fact. So it's called Harris Rules. Make sure you purchase the book. I think we're close to 400 five-star reviews. So, you know, maybe it's a good book. <laughs> you decide. Yeah. It's only 11 bucks last time I checked. Um, so go over and hop over to, uh, yeah, Amazon. And depending on their dynamic pricing, I don't know if you guys do this, but if they, like, sometimes they will actually make a product, it doesn't matter what it is, more expensive or less expensive, uh, depending on who you are, your purchase history, you know, where your IP address is based out of, where they think the average demographic is for people that live it. So they literally will make things cheaper for some people, more expensive for others. I thought that was awesome because I've had people say they purchased the book for like $20 the same day I saw it for sale for 11 So anyway, there you go. Dynamic pricing. That's Amazon. Maybe it has something to do with the reason that Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world. So, yeah. Hmm. Listen, Get I have something figured out. Something, right? Well, maybe a couple somethings. So, listen, I have a question for you listeners. Are you feeling overwhelmed? Do you feel overwhelmed at times and essentially maybe lacking direction or really having a clear, cohesive way forward? I know I do. I do. You know, when I have more than probably, I call it plates spinning, when I have maybe five or six plates spinning, I definitely lose my effectiveness at accomplishing each of those particular goals. And this time of year, all of us are basically in plate spinning mode, aren't we? And so what happens is eventually, without you necessarily knowing it, you lose your effectiveness. Your parents are back, Julie. You lose your effectiveness yeah. <laughs> for each of those for accomplishing each of those goals. And so what happens then is you don't know. Julie, why don't you go to a quieter place? Because I have a feeling those parents aren't going to go away. Julie's literally outside. We live in Puerto Rico, as you guys know. And she's outside underneath palm trees. Maybe I shouldn't say this to you guys. Some of you guys will hate on us for saying it, but it is the truth. And I set up a little recording studio so she can work outside all day. And every day during the podcast, there's this family of green parrots. Julie, why don't you it's go to a different flock. place? I, okay. I'm trying to find the right tree, but there's a lot of but, them today. It must but, be good bugs today. We should start videotaping our podcast so you guys can see what we say. <laughs> anyway, so there's this family of green parrots that basically had a bunch of green parrot babies. And they uh, essentially will only make noise when Julie's on the phone. I've actually watched it happening. It's quite funny. And um, I think anyway, think there I'm you go. Wonderful thing about I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. so look, let's get back to point. Feeling overwhelmed. The thing about feeling overwhelmed is you don't have to know that you're in overwhelm until a lot of time has passed. 
And that's sometimes when I'm having coaching calls with you guys, what I hear. Like I hear your lack of cohesion with your thinking. When I'm talking to somebody and I hear that they can't really stay on target or they're basically talking about three or four things simultaneously and don't really realize that they're not making any sense, that's somebody that needs focus. That's somebody that's absolutely not focused on what matters most to them. And as a result of that, they're all over the place and they're, and they're in, in this downward spiral. So us as humans can really only effectively focus on a few things at once if we, affect, if we hope to have those things um, accomplished at the highest level of, of effectiveness. In other words, you know, you, me, anybody, the whole idea of multitasking, it's a total myth. Don't even try to do it. Um, in your day, and we're going to go through these types of things, your day, if you're not really focused on the three or five things that matter most in your life, you're going to find you don't accomplish anything. Or the things that you get done are not done to the normal level, of stand, normal level that you would have expected them to get done. Remember one of our mantras, which you guys all seem to resonate with, is do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And when you think like that, you actually will accomplish more. Julie, can you get to the first uh, point, please? Yes, I had to unmute my parents. I'm learning how to mute them. Anyway, um, yes. So I wrote down mindset check first because I have this conversation with a lot of our premier coaching clients and our elite coaching clients. Are you Ask yourself, are you feeling overwhelmed? Because that comes off as a negative word. Or are you just surrounded by lots of opportunity? I'm reminded by the client I just hung up with right now, um, right before this call, Cindy West, one of my favorite clients, total butt kicker. She has many plates spinning all the time, 58 active listings, 10 pendings in February. And it's like her and her assistant, okay? She, she knows that she is time-starved, but she never comes off as, quote, overwhelmed because she sees the opportunity in the three CMAs sitting on her desk she has to get to today. So some of this is self-inflicted stress. That's just a little mindset check. All right, so point number one. Again, this isn't just a discussion about it. It's what to do about it. So point number one, practice media-free mornings, ideally media-free life or lifestyle. Check what you're putting into your head. If it's beneficial to your business, read it, listen to it. That's fine. For example, our podcast, Housing Facts, Local Trends, all that's fine. That listen to podcasts about something that interests you in or out of the business, but stay out of the news. The news, if you guys haven't noticed, is no longer the news. It's infotainment, okay? It's opinion. It's not just reporting something happened. It's something happened with the spin about it. And guess what? It's never anything positive. So media uh, for morning, you'll be uh, – yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, let, so I'm going to share with you guys two instances to really drive this point home. So um, I like to talk a little bit about us personally just because I know some of you guys are interested. And frankly, it's a little cathartic for us to unload some of the really amazing experiences and good and bad that we've had since moving to Puerto Rico. So we purchased and closed on a house last month, and we moved in, and the only cable available until we, you know, Apple TV and whatnot is available, but we just didn't have them installed. So um, my mom lives with us. She's 80 years old. She's lived with us since my, almost since my dad passed away. And, and, you know, she's a great asset to our family, helps us take care of Zoe, the whole thing. The reason I'm telling you this is because she was watching a lot of CNN, and I noticed that her attitude was becoming somewhat weird, you know, and she was becoming negative, and she was talking about some things that just didn't necessarily fit into the normal rosemary bandwidth of things to communicate with. 
and saying things that were her own words. And it was because EXP, I'm sorry, because uh, CNN had actually crept in. Somebody could tell what I was. Uh, CNN had actually crept in, basically, and was starting to have an adverse effect on her level of optimism. In other words, she was think, seeing things through this pessimistic, dour, you know, nasty news cycle. You know, those those were the glasses she was wearing, and she didn't realize it. Now, I had another call yesterday, and this was a call with a coaching client, and he was he and I were talking through things, and then he started talking to me about some stupid impeachment Trump garbage thing that had nothing to do whatsoever, but he just felt normal and natural to talk with me about something like that. He thought that's what I would want to talk about. Like, that's what people talk about, so that must be what I'm going to talk about. Well, that obviously doesn't make any sense. So what, these, what you don't realize is the insepid, uh, essentially deterioration of your gray matter by allowing yourself to uh, uh, you know, have your brain awash with all this garbage. It is nasty. And it, maybe when we were – so I'm 50, right, in March. Maybe when um, you know, we were growing up, the news wasn't like that. But it probably was. We were just too young and dumb to know that it was always biased in one direction or the other. But no matter what political leaning you have, it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, you might agree with CNN and think their stance on things, and I'm just using CNN as an example. You exchange it with Fox News, okay? So don't be getting political in your mind and lose the point. The, the point overall here is you've got to be really super careful about what, not just what thoughts are entering into your brain, but the nature of essentially what that, uh, the effect it's having on your ability to think and see clearly. So you guys have to all agree that there's nothing positive that comes from watching the news. So why watch it? Because you'll be informed. Well, here's the thing. Informed about what? A confirmation bias? You'll be essentially caught in a negative news cycle where you're just going to be constantly filling your own brain with all this stuff, and that's what you're going to be thinking. And then what's going to be happening then? You're going to find other people who think the same way. It's just going to wash, rinse, repeat. And then how are you going to have any opportunity to actually have any new thoughts in your brain which are going to cause you to be a, a productive agent. How are you going to be? How are you going to actually be optimistic? How are you actually going to uh, be somebody that can problem solve if you're too busy worrying about some garbage that has nothing to do with your life whatsoever? Because here's the thing: it doesn't. It's all fake. That's that's the truth. Not, I'm not saying fake news again, guys. I'm not trying to get political here, but all the things that are trying to distract you from being of service to other people and basically taking care of yourself and your family, all the things we talk about in this podcast, it's all fake. It's just all garbage. And you're allowing those things to creep into your brain. So here's the interesting coaching question when I ask people. I say, when they finally acknowledge the fact that the news is just garbage, basically, because it is, and I say to them, it's not just news, by the way. It's pretty much everything. And then I say to them, okay, how are you benefiting from allowing those types of thoughts to influence your just in your head, how are you benefiting from watching the news, reading the New York Times, reading Washington, whatever, reading all that garbage? How are you benefiting from consuming that information? And most of them are going to say the first answer, which is, well, I'm more of informed and I can know what's going on. I can, okay, well, how else are you benefiting? Well, if you really drill down and you ask the very, that question in maybe different ways three or four times, they're going to start telling you that they're doing it because they want to feel part of a community. And they're going to feel part of a community that's a political community, a fractionalized slice of opinion. That's what they're attaching themselves to because they want to feel attached to people that think the way that they think. And again, it's the echo chamber. It's the confirmation bias. And it never ends because there's a limited, like you're only allowed. It does not matter what political side you're on. I keep saying that because I know some of you are hypersensitive to this stuff and you bash us on iTunes when you think we're talking politics. I'm not. 
there are limited numbers of, uh, in any political camp, in any kind of camp whatsoever, in any tribe. There are uh, there's a spectrum of conversations and thoughts you're allowed to have, right? So if you belong to you know the conservative group, for example, there is a spectrum of behavior and you know types of things that, generally speaking, people of the same same mindset are going to feel comfortable talking about with you, right? Isn't that interesting? Well, you have to decide whether or not you want to live within those confines with regards to what you accomplish in life. And if you are a, a uh, you know, if you even have one IQ point, you're going to realize you don't necessarily agree with uh, the, the limiting beliefs or the limiting approaches to life that whatever, you know, subset or whatever tribe that you're finding yourself in is believing in. But that's what you're going to become. It's the old crabs in the bucket story, right? Which we use as an example because we've actually seen this happen, you know. When you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket and one of them tries to escape, the other crabs are going to pull the bucket right back. You know, it's going to pull that, pull that crab right back in the bucket. Well, that happens too when you basically are associating yourself with media. So if you find yourself, if you watch news before you go to bed, before you go to sleep, you're poisoning your brain. In the morning, poisoning your brain. You're bookending your life with basically all this sort of intrusively damaging information that you don't really realize is going to absolutely ruin your potential. So here's a challenge I give this to all of our coaching clients. This is one of the one thing, this is one of the maybe handful of things that when we prescribe this to coaching clients, they're just so full of gratitude for us having asked them to do this. I ask them to completely go media free for usually it depends how addicted they are. Addicted is the word. Um, by the way, addicted is the word because what happens is when people hear new new, new news, when they hear a little like you know breaking news and Wolf Blitzer and all this garbage, right? They, the news channels learned after September 11th that the, there is no limit to how dramatic uh, they can be because people will watch it because when you get that little spike of serotonin that's released in your brain, it feels good. So you're going to want to read headlines. That's the reason you go to Facebook, people. By the way, they have Facebook has admitted that they designed the whole interface of Facebook so that it's addictive scrolling down. Notice how everyone does that? That's scrolling down, Mickey Mouse. What you're doing is you're looking for something to give you a little serotonin release. Maybe it's a cute dog. Maybe it's a pretty girl. Maybe it's a handsome man. Maybe it's a salacious headline. Whatever. You're looking for that little boost, that little kick. They have made you addicted to using that interface. Isn't that, I think it's fascinating. Now, if you know this and you keep doing this, then what you're also going to have to accept the fact is, is that you are being manipulated. You're not a free-thinking human when you start basically, uh, you know, essentially allowing yourself to become part of this, uh, you know, basically you're giving over your ability to think independently. You're now, you're, you've become dependent on these types of things to tell you how to think. It's so easy to do. I mean, okay, there's some news thing that's happened, some breaking thing, but you're not going to form your opinion until you hear so-and-so and what they have to say, right? Here's the, the anecdote to all that. Completely check out. If anything happens in the world that's worth knowing, you're going to find out about it whether you want to or not. So understand that all this other stuff is complete crap. Hit the hard reset button. Go, go completely cold turkey for 30 days. Now here's what's going to happen. You know, and this is coming from someone who's admittingly a, a coffeeaholic. Okay, um, when you go off coffee, you well, I I don't know why anyone would go off coffee, but the times maybe twice so completely go cold turkey on coffee. I would get headaches. I would feel anxious. I would feel you guys have experienced these types of things. Some of you. It's the same thing happens when you give up carbs. Those of you guys that are trying to lose weight, if you go low carb, you know, here it is, go low carb, and, you know, I shouldn't tell you this, but you, 
even without a lot of exercise, you're going to lose body fat if you go 50 grams of carbs for less per day. But most people give up on that because they start to get jittery. They start to get headaches. They start to get cranky. They start to go through withdrawal. The same exact thing is going to happen when you try to give up on news, especially because most of your human interactions are based on the drama that's associated with news. It might be, you know, real-life human interaction. It might be on Facebook. But you're going, you're going to miss that interaction because you become addicted to it, whatever the newest insult was or the latest tweet or that, guys, listen, we're entering into an election year, and you've got to protect your, your mindset. You've got to check out of all of it. Just ignore it. Laugh at it. And then what's going to happen is you're going to go through the stages of withdrawal, use withdrawal depending on how far down the rabbit hole you are. It might take you two, three weeks. But then after that, here's how you're going to feel. You're going to have a little epiphany. You're going to, you know, maybe run across someone who thinks and acts like you used to think and act, and you're going to sense the tension that they have within themselves and, and remember how you used to feel that same way, and you're going to go, damn, I don't feel that way anymore. And that's the reason this is one of the most powerful things we suggest people do, because when you go media-free, you get your mind back. You now have clarity. You stop feeling so overwhelmed. You're not – all these different entities, news, and all this other salacious garbage is all trying to compete for your attention. But you've broken free of that, and now you can let in room for, you know, being of service to other people, learning how to be of service to other people. You're no longer caught in that treadmill. Here's what happens, guys, if you don't take this seriously. You're going to lose days, weeks, months, years, decades, and then you're going to be dead. That's usually how it works. And you're going to say, where did all my time go? Where all your time went, basically, was spending too much time worrying about things that did not matter. So I strongly suggest you absolutely, positively, Go media-free if you're feeling anxious and overwhelmed. All right, the second point. Now, this one's a good point. I'll read this one, Julie. Um, make a list of what you want to – how you want to feel. Make a list of what you want to feel. Um, you know, is it loved? Is it appreciated? Is it important? Is it useful? Are you being the change you wish to see? Are you acting and behaving the way you wish to be treated and responded to? So let me drill down on that. So if you're not experiencing something in your life, then chances are you are basically not giving away what it is that you want to experience. So, for example, if you're feeling a lack of understanding, I challenge you to go understand somebody else. Maybe that sounds trite. Let me do it a different way. If you're feeling a lack of love, let's say, underappreciated, but let's just break it down to a word, love. If you're not feeling loved, you go love somebody else. It could be a dog. It does not matter. You go love somebody else. You give away what you want, and you're going to get what you want usually by two or th- quantifying by two or three acts. Might not happen right away, but it almost always does. So if you're feeling underappreciated, you need to go, for example, and show overt, gratuitous um, gratitude towards other people. There's another little thing that we should all practice in life, right? If we want to be good, honorable human beings, is we should practice overt show, like, shows of gratitude towards other people. Try that. Again, this is a thing we commonly prescribe to people when they're feeling overwhelmed and they're feeling lack of direction. They're feeling underappreciated. You know, it's easy to feel that way when you're having to manage your business, your life. You know, you're having to manage your kids. You're having to manage your dog. You're having to manage parents that won't shut up when you're trying to do a podcast, right? <laughs> this is life. Yeah. Right? This is life. Yeah. So, so, so when you're doing all this, you know, let's say you do take this advice of going media free, and now after that you're still saying, well, you know, what should I be doing? How I'm not feeling like anybody really respects me. The way you want to get respect is you show respect. 
It's that simple. And you'll get it back in exchange. I don't know why a lot of these things work the way they work, but they do work. So stop trying to figure out why they work and just put them to work for you. The number one thing that definitely works, and this works at an incredibly high level, is the showing of gratitude. If you do not like the results that you're getting right now, if you're feeling confused, overwhelmed, you're looking out your window, there's 10 feet of snow. I got a picture from one of you yesterday. It's like, oh, my gosh, it was a basketball. I just showed it to you, Julie. He texted it to me, JJ, mm-hmm. up in Iowa. Mm-hmm. He texted me a picture of his basketball hoop, and the snow was literally almost up to, and I don't oh, know gosh. if it's a new picture or an old picture, but it was almost up to the net. It's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, well, remember, we used to have a rule about that when we were selling real estate in Columbus, that if the snow made it over our picket fence in our front yard, that we went to Florida. So maybe he maybe he needs a basket hoop criteria. Just saying. He needs to come visit us in Puerto Rico. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so so start with that, guys. So make a list of how you want to feel. If you're feeling overwhelmed or lacking direction, and you're realizing that you're not feeling loved, you're not feeling appreciated, don't just wing it up and get pissed off at people for not reading your mind. Don't just start sitting around and thinking, well. They, that's my family. They should know that I feel, you know, I need to feel loved and I'm feeling underappreciated. Don't act like that. Go give to them what you want. If, if maybe that's a bad example, if you're not feeling like you should right now, and you should make this a practice in life, by the way. There's been whole studies that have done on this. A lot of people build their centers of influence and pass the client list this way, this way. Go and write, you know, maybe it's one, maybe it's five. Uh, thank you notes every day. Too much work? Send them a freaking text. It doesn't necessarily have to be thank you. It can be a show of gratitude, something overt. It doesn't have to be this long, breathy, winded, whatever. And, guys, don't shortcut this. Do it in your own words. It does not matter if you're, you know, you could scribe or not. Just go ahead and put something on paper. Show overt gratitude. Listen, I really appreciate Okay, here's this. Podcast listeners, I sincerely wish, I sincerely thank all of you. You can tell I'm on cold medicine, right? I sincerely thank all of you for listening to Julie and I every day. It is truly our honor to be able to have any level of influence on your, your business and personal lives. It, it is incredibly meaningful to us that you've helped to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents, probably in the world. I receive emails from, um, I mean, Jerusalem. I'm talking with a guy in text right now who lives in Jerusalem, who's a podcast listener. I've got a guy in Malta, which is a tiny island off Italy. The same thing. It is unbelievably powerful for us to know that we can be of service to all of you at any level. That makes Julie and I feel wonderful that our time with the service so far has been spent in service to other people. That's how we sincerely feel, and we talk about that all the time. Monetizing this or not, the feeling that we get, the gratitude we have towards you, okay, this is what you guys should be doing with other people. This is going to make it so you don't feel overwhelmed anymore. It's part of the process of unplugging of that feeling of isolation. Julie, you want to tag anything about that? Well, yeah, it doesn't have to be uh, a big planned out event. I do this at the gym because I'm always feeling overwhelmed at the gym. Like everything's too heavy, (laughs) taking too long. I don't want to be here. I'm doing what I don't want to do. I don't like it very much. Doing it at a highest level is going to kill me. I have all these thoughts, okay, in spite of my best mindset. So one of the things that I actively do under this particular point is I will find one of my fellow suffering friends, okay? This morning it was Tatiana. She just, I can tell she made a New Year's resolution because I never saw her at the gym until about the second week of January. 
She's been super consistent. I can tell how she's working out. She wants to cry. Every time I see her, I, I told her she, her uh, leggings look cute today. I, I told her that her she posted something funny on Facebook that I noticed, and it makes her laugh. I'm doing that because it, it's good for her, but it also makes me feel better that we're kind of all in this together. It's the little things where you stop yourself and you take a breath. You know, it's when you talk to your – you don't feel like making calls because you're overwhelmed. Well, don't start out with a for sale by owner. Call somebody that one of your best favorite past clients that always makes you laugh. Think these things through. Don't just be a victim of feeling overwhelmed. So that's what I wanted to add. But the, okay. But yeah, yeah. The most importantly, get away what you're seeking. But the number one step is write down what you're feeling like you're lacking. And by doing that, it's going to be a cathartic because you're going to be admitting that I'm not feeling appreciated, and or whatever it is. And write those words down. And then I want you to really seriously go out and, you know, do the overt, uh, the overt um, you know, essentially gratitude. But even on a micro level, you can show appreciation. You know, to the per- people that are around you on a daily basis, listen, I want to really thank you for doing a great job on my dry cleaning, if that's relevant. Things like that. Do stuff like that, and you will immediately start to feel better. I think ultimately if you want to really drill down on why this works, it's because by showing gratitude towards other people – and showing appreciation towards other people, it actually unplugs your ego. And your ego is at the root of most of what makes you miserable, by the way. All right, so let's do one more point, Julie. We have a little bit of time. Okay, where are we? Okay. okay. Um, you, want, you want to read that one? Go ahead. Num- well, number three, it's, it's, it's similar. Show similar. over-appreciation towards others by giving them what you want to feel from them. Give before you expect to receive. So that's kind of a similar point. Point number four. This is a big one, and we did an entire podcast on it, and it's also a whole section. It's almost might even be a whole chapter in the New Harris Rules book. You need more sleep. Probably 110% of our listeners need more sleep. Listen to our podcast about sleep. We uh, really drilled down on a great book about it. One of the facts that came out, you're more likely to wreck your car from lack of sleep than you are from alcohol. They've actually tested your level of cognizance. It, It was a really great uh, drill down. So more sleep. I know it's a badge of honor that you get to go to your next closing and say, I haven't slept in three days because I'm so busy. This is something that agents do that they think sounds good and kind of show offy, but it really is ego and normal human beings just think you're disorganized. So stop that. It's not normal. Sleep more. <laughs> I have to go to premiere so I can remind them. Back to you, Tim. Yes, exactly. For that last point, you can tell Julia wrote that was putting me to sleep. Oh, I get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, she was still on. there. I All right, back out. to you again. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. So, listen, podcast listeners, if you need us for anything, um, obviously you can just text me directly at 512-758-0206. Do us a favor. Go over to iTunes. Give this show a five-star review. iTunes, and I don't know, understand the witchcraft or the alchemy behind how it works, but when you guys get it a five-star review, it actually they then promote it to other people who they think might be a good fit for the show. That helps us to actually expand our reach and you know, stay a mission for us with regards to uh, spreading the word of returning sanity to real estate. So please do consider giving us a five-star review over on iTunes. And your homework is, if you've not purchased it yet, please go to your favorite bookseller or just hit Amazon.com and purchase our book, Harris Rules. It really is a complete guide to building your real estate business, and that's really any other market. So just purchase Harris Rules. It's got, I think, I'll have to check. It's closing on 400 five-star reviews. 
Um, the book's sold, in, you know, thousands, maybe tens of thousands now. I honestly don't look. The publisher sends us reports every quarter. So, yeah, there you go. That's your homework. Get Harris Rules if you haven't purchased it yet. And in the meantime, if you want to text me, don't call. us 512-758-0206. And uh, any show ideas, any, you know, we give a lot of inspiration and motivation for topics just from uh, listening to what you guys are talking about. This topic, for example, came from a bunch of interactions with folks who maybe, you know, led me to believe that a lot of you are feeling overwhelmed. So hopefully by you know, getting gathering that information for the five or six people that were kind of sharing that with me that they're feeling overwhelmed is helping the tens of thousands of you that are listening now. So if you need me for anything, if anything we do it ever be of assistance to you, please do email me or text me directly at five one two seven five eight oh two oh six. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show uh, tomorrow or at any time you can listen to our replays, thousands of shows waiting for you over at iTunes Stitcher or Timandjulieharris.com. Have a fantastic day. We will talk with you tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.